0: Hello, sexies, you are listening to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play, and I am your host and sex goddess, Taylor Sparks. We are here for the purposes of educating, entertaining, and informing you in all areas of sexuality, sexual health, relationships, and the business of sex. I am so excited to bring on my next guest, as I am every week when we have a new sexy guest. But before I bring him on, I will tell you a little about him. Andel Noray is the founder and master massages of Andel Flow and has been a massage therapist since January 2018. Prior to becoming a massage therapist, his primary business health, fitness, and personal training. He teaches monthly massage classes via Zoom that he created and mastered. He offers master classes that are geared towards future massage therapists, current massage therapists, or individuals who enjoy the craft and want to learn. And they'll also offers a class for couples where he teaches them how to give their partners a massage with the perfect blend of skill and sensuality. Additionally, and they'll launch a massage party company. This company will be for women that want to add relaxation and fun to celebratory events, such as birthdays, graduations, or bachelorette parties. The events will be conducted by talented therapists in major cities throughout the country. Andel, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, and I, I tru- truly appreciate that introduction.
0: Ah, well, it's, your, it's you. It's It's all you. I am so happy that you are here. I have been following you. I have seen your repost. I have seen people talking about you. You have been the subject of me. I don't know if you know, but you have been the subject of many posts because men have reposted your wonderful intimate massages saying fellas is this what you want your woman to have from this uh-huh. with that body are you going to put up with that and i'm like all oh, these poor insecure men they're so just yeah. they're insecure with everything you bring to the table so let me ask you like what i know you were you were doing you know, you were doing personal training and you were doing uh-huh. health. Training. So how long were you doing that before you got into massage? What, where, where did that start?
1: Yeah. So basically I'm 34 years old right now and I've been a personal trainer since I was 20. So kind of like a background of, of me, my life, my passions, fitness and sports has always been my passion. So ever since a little kid, I wanted to be a pro athlete. You know, I played different sports growing up, kind of bounced around different sports The last sport I played was baseball, and when that didn't work out, I just fully just dedicated myself to the weights and just really started doing my thing with the weights. And, you know, I was going to school part-time for health science because I knew I wanted something close to fitness, and Mm -hmm. as far as that college, that was the closest thing to fitness that I could find. My passion really wasn't school. I just really wanted to work out and, you know make money with what I love, which was fitness. And I mm-hmm. got introduced to this trainer when I was 19. He saw my physique and he told me I had good genetics for bodybuilding that, and I should do bodybuilding competitions. And he told okay. me that he would he would train me for free if, if I wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, why not? You know. And I never thought okay. about bodybuilding at that, that, that point. So I do have good genetics for it. So at 19 years old, I was 200 pounds with abs. And that was okay. just for me. Oh, wait, how five, are you? I'm 5'7".
0: Okay, okay. That's a lot of weight for a 5'7", 200 pounds with
1: yeah. muscle? Yeah, with abs. That's 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 the key. And, oh, wait, with abs, and I, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then the whole thing is, that, you know, I was just working out doing my thing, and when he said that, I was like, you know what, why not? Let me let me see what that's about. And that's when I really got into fitness, and uh eventually got a job as a trainer, and, you know, I was doing bodybuilding competitions and stuff like that. Fitness was my life. And how I tell people how I got into massage is kind of a unique story and I'm gonna kind of give like the the overall story right here so like I said since I was 20 I was doing training and at one point I stopped going to school when I was training full time and you know I was doing my thing at every you know I I always had work ethic so when I decided I was I wanted to be a trainer and I wanted to be full-time I did what I had to do and I became one of the top trainers in in the company and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at one point I was like you know what The fitness manager has a degree. The assistant fitness manager has a degree. It's cool that I'm making money with training, but I think I need to go back to school. right. So I stopped working and I signed up for my classes. And long story short, my classes got denied because this is going to be the first time that I was going to get classes that were paid uh, by the government. Because before that, my pops made too much for me to get financial aid. So this okay. is going to be me transferring to a four-year college. And I was like, mm-hmm. i was going to go to school full-time and try to finish my degree. Because I was halfway done at a community college. So oh. I, randomly, they canceled my classes. So I was like, you know what? I'm not working right now. And I'm not going to school. My pops just said, why don't you just go speak to a recruiter and think about joining the military. So I just decided, oh. you know what? I'm just going to do it. You know? Like, I got on the bus, and I, I made my mind before I even saw him. And I told him I wanted to leave as soon as possible. So I joined the military, and I, nice. right I was in the Air Force. You That's know, the Air Force, nice. Uh-huh. And I got I got right back into my fitness. I did most of my bodybuilding competitions while I was in the military. All my coworkers mm-hmm. knew me as a trainer. I trained my coworkers, and I knew when I got out, I was going to get right back into what I was passionate about, which was fitness. And the good thing about yeah, nice. the military, there are a couple benefits that you get that would aid you if you want to go on to. Take your life to the next level as far as they pay for your education. And you get paid when you go to school, mm-hmm. and there's certain exactly. loans you get certain loans you get approved for, such as a VA house loan. So when I got mm-hmm. out, I wanted to, I wanted to take advantage of those benefits. That's the reason I joined. So mm. I kind of got back in the fitness and bounced around in certain gyms. And when I finally decided that I was going to ride it out at this one gym, I made the decision that I was going to stay there for two years because in order to get the VA house loan. You needed two years of consistent employment. And my master okay. plan at this at this point was, this was in 2017, 2017 mm-hmm. where I made the master plan of, it's going to be my last job ever. I'm going to quit after I get my two years, because you needed two years to apply for that loan. And I was going to yeah. get a house, turn the basement into a gym, rent out parts of it, and just focus on growing my online training programs and becoming a celebrity trainer. That was my focus in 2017. So- wonderful. So, but you know, things happen. So how I got the massage was there was a situation where I told all my clients what I was going to do. I was two months away from my, hit hit my two year mark, and the gym fired me over something that wasn't true. And you know, it was it was a complete slap in the face because at one point I was the top trainer in that entire company, and the CEO of the company had a three way call with me and the regional manager, and he wanted to thank me personally for my production. And I tell people all the time. You know, a lot of times people tell me how they don't have a side hustle or they don't have any independent sources of income. And I'm like, you got a good job until they fire you. You know, exactly. they pat they <laughs> they, 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 they you on the back. They're like, thanks for making us all this money. You're such a good employee. And then mm-hmm. the next day, fire you and keep it moving. So you should yeah, always... When
0: they're, done with, you, done, when
1: they're you. done with you, they're done with you. Exactly. So you always got to have ways of making money is completely on your own terms. And that was just one situation that just kind of reemphasized that. So when that happened, that was two years down the drain. And I was like, well, I know I'm not going to work for another company again. And as I mentioned, as far as the benefits, I do get paid when I go to school. So in mm-hmm. the past, I went to school for random things just for the money, and I didn't finish the classes. And I was like, you know what, this time around, what can I go to school for? Like something I actually want to stick it out and go to the classes and get the the pay. That way I can work on my fitness stuff on the side and still have steady income. So I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do massage. So they fired me December 23rd, 2017. I called the massage school the next day. A week later, I was enrolled in massage school. So like my first day of massage school, when I said I've been doing it for two and a half years, I'm I'm including my first day of massage school. So as far as me actually Mm -hmm. being out in the world and massaging people for pay, it's been about a year and a half. Okay. And so, yeah, so, so you know, once I decided this is what I was going to do, I was like, look, the same things that I did to separate myself in the fitness world, I'm going to do in the massage world, and it's taken it over, right? So mm-hmm. I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go all in and create my own style because the type of massage that that school taught me and every school in the country teaches is that generic mm-hmm. Hands, I call it handsy pansy. Where it's all, it's pretty much all hand-related massage, and it's kind of like a right. generic, the generic style, where they're just applying lotion and using their fingers the whole time. So right. two parts, right? I remember one thing they told us in massage school that the average lifespan of a therapist is three to four years. So because, you know, because their hands give out.
0: Because their hands give out. Yes.
1: So I like them. And, and when they, when I first heard that, I was kind of being egotistical and thinking like, you know, I work out every day. I'm in shape. That's not going to happen to me. So I could just do my thing. And I remember within a year of me really going hard, I started having my first few issues with my wrists. And I just kind of like really like, told me like, yo, be focused. Don't overuse your hands. Develop something that's going to make more sense. And you can separate yeah. yourself like that. So mm-hmm. between that reality, between I already started noticing a couple of issues with my wrist, and then knowing I wanted to separate myself, like I said, that's why I started using my entire arm the way I do. So, a lot of times when people see my techniques, they say it's different, and I use my entire arm. And it almost looks like I'm doing Kung Fu, is what some people
0: say. <laughs> yeah, for those who, yeah, for those who've <laughs> ever studied martial arts, it does have some similar movements. Or even if you've studied Kung Fu or Tai Chi, I'm like, oh, that looks a little like Tai Chi, the way he's yeah. he's doing that. So when you started practicing this new technique that you developed using your entire arm, um, does it also give you the ability to transfer because when you you, I've done I've done massage not professionally trained, but I've I've done a lot of massages, and I understand how the hands and wrists can get tired. Mm-hmm. And but you have to not only transfer the energy, but the power from your body through your hands. Do you mm-hmm. find it easier by using your entire arm to transfer that energy and the strength of your of the weight of your body onto the pressure points of the person that you're massaging by using your Look whole you arm?
1: like the legs they're made for repetitive work that requires strength the hands Mm -hmm. the muscles are so small that just based on how the muscles are built it's not made for that so Mm -hmm. if you kind of understand the body and you know like okay kind of even back with a sports background like like i mentioned the last sport i played was baseball if you know anything Mm -hmm. about sports and even baseball you get your power from your legs and your hips Right? right? So when you're given a legit massage with force, you get that power from your foundation and your legs. Same concept.
0: Yes, I get that. I get that. And I think. Um a lot of people don't don't. A lot of people don't understand the body how it works. I can just, I, you can look at how people eat sometimes and realize you 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 don't understand what's happening here, do you? Uh, and even, and even the fact that I think a lot of us forget what we learned in school—that everything is connected—and just because you have a pain necessarily in your lower back, and the, the pain may be radiating there, but there could be injury someplace else—is correct?
1: Yes, everything goes hand in hand. So one of the best scenarios I give people is if you ever meet someone with pain in both knees, mm. the major the majority of the time that pain started in one knee, right? It started let's mm-hmm. say in their left knee, and mm-hmm. the body subconsciously does things to reduce pain. So sometimes you may even notice somebody with a slight limp, and they're not even mm-hmm. noticing their limping. And when Mm -hmm. you bring it up to them, they're like, oh, I didn't even realize because they probably twisted their ankle or something's a little off And the body without Mm -hmm. you even being aware. It puts more weight on the good side because it knows every time I walk normally, I feel a pain that I don't like. So I'm trying to avoid that. Yeah. So so let's say, for instance, you have left knee pain and you took Mm -hmm. 10,000 steps over the next 30 days. For Mm -hmm. the most part, depending on how much your left knee hurts, every step you take with the right leg is going to be more weight mm-hmm. than normal because your body's like, okay, I can't put full weight on the left leg. It's bothering me and mm-hmm. I don't like that. So that's, that's how it works. Really. And, you know, so a lot of times, for instance, if somebody comes to me with lower back pain, this is a perfect example of how everything is connected. Their hip flexors, which is a muscle that connects their upper thigh area to the hip, is also connected, right? So your hip flexors right. connects to your lower back from the front. So a lot of people Mm -hmm. wouldn't even realize that. They would think, okay, if my lower back hurts, I should pretty much just work on my lower back or my glutes because it's obvious that that's connected to my lower back. But if you look at an anatomy chart, you'll see that the hip flexors connect to the lower back in the front. So if one Mm -hmm. area is tight, automatically the other area is going to be tight. So one great Mm -hmm. way to reduce lower back pain, for for instance, is to stretch and massage the hip flexors. And that's a perfect example of how everything works hand-in-hand.
0: Yeah, everything. Yeah, and sometimes even you know people don't understand that the ab, the abdominal muscles, also help support the lower back, and so you have lower back pain because your abs are also weak.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're 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 very very weak. So when do so I I've seen your massages on on women. Do you massage men as well? I'm assuming you do.
1: No, at this point I don't massage men. So the whole thing about it is I'm doing what makes the most sense for my brand, all right? So I'm specializing, right? So okay, it's okay. like I, like I, I get the comparison to a Mercedes-Benz, all right? They built up a high-end brand, so they would never make a, like a Toyota Camry knockoff just so they could sell more cars. You get what I'm saying? And sell a car for 25000 right? So with me, I know that if I can show to the world that I'm extremely skilled, I'm extremely professional. You know, obviously I show off my attributes. I know me being muscular and having my arms out helps. And I can cater to women specifically black women then yeah. people people when they see me they're going to be like, "Okay, I want him. He's definitely different. He's definitely special. He's definitely elite. He's definitely something I can't just get anywhere." You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not he's not for everybody. And you know, that's marketing 101. So the whole thing about me is even though my work ethic is is not an issue for me i honestly believe i'm the hardest working person in the massage industry i also believe i'm yeah. the most talented i'm also smart enough to understand marketing and how i do that is i study successful entrepreneurs successful business owners and i try to emulate and a big part mm-hmm. of what they do is they specialize and they understand sure. their demographic and they cater to it you know That's so not... so perfect, perfect example yeah. is perfect example is i know my clientele are women Every woman sure. likes getting their hair done, right? So let's and I know you have locks, right? I do. So when you want, let's say for instance, you your son is getting married, and you're going to be at his graduation, his uh, his wedding day. Those pictures mm-hmm. are going to mean a lot to you. You're not going to sure. get your dress done by some white lady who specializes in bobs. Am I right?
0: Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, really
1: so, so so same concept, you know? So that once, once in a while, some people will try to ask me, why don't you do men and all this type of stuff? I was like, okay, the same reason that certain businesses focus on their demographic, because when you can have a niche and you can prove that you're the best in the world at that niche, that's great for long-term success and building for sure. a brand. And, oh,
0: yeah, for sure. I think sometimes um, people try to be all things to all people instead of specializing and enjoying the niche that you are in. I mean, my my own company, Organic Living, we specialize in organic and eco-friendly intimate body products. So I don't carry products with chemicals. I don't knowingly, and I try to, um, I invest, investigate most every company. I don't work with brands that test on animals um, at all. And sometimes I've had to debate with certain brands or people <laughs> about why yeah. I'm not carrying a certain type of product that <laughs> has that has chemicals in it. I'm like, Cause, cause I don't and it's not good for the vagina it's not good for the penis it's not good for the ass so I'm not yeah. carrying that so that is my that Reason. that that is my that is my reasoning and that is my niche so working on the uh, in the organic industry which has of course um become humongous if you will over the course of the last 25 years and then it was just don't it was only a matter of time before it entered into the bedroom because it started <laughs> with food and then yeah. clothing and then products you know household products and and then pet food and it was just a matter of time where I was like hey wait a minute so, like my condoms I sell are vegan. The lubricants we use, and all my massage oils are organic as well. Because I, am, my background is in holistic aromatherapy, so I know skin. So I totally yeah. get. That focus and and is and there are more than enough women <laughs> in this world and more in this country and more than enough black women to sustain a, a very successful business for you. So I think it's um, a great concept and a great uh-huh. way to uh, to focus your business. And you know, as I've said, I've, I've seen the comments not only just on your platform but on other people's platforms um, about you. I don't even know if you know they're talking about you, but they're like, what in well, the world know, is going you know, on? You know, you
1: know. Yeah, but it's funny you mentioned that, because once someone looks at my page, for the most part, I think they would say this is a skilled person who's not over-sexualizing his massages. I know some of my stuff is a little borderline, right? Some of it, if you just first look at it, you may think, okay, he is sexualizing it, but the majority, that's not how it looks, and I do that on purpose. And because I do that because I have a big picture with where I want to take my brand and my companies. Now, the couple guys that I I know that are out there that kind of take it to the next level, now don't get me wrong, like there's a demographic for everything, right? Now, for mm-hmm. somebody who over sexualizes and the whole point of their massage is for sexual stimulation and that whole vibe, that person yeah. can't grow. A mainstream company, that person can't connect with influential people that also have a brand that they want to protect because that's not something they want to associate with. I knew in the beginning of my journey that I want to become mainstream. I want to connect with celebrities. I want to connect with women who have influence. I want to connect with legit celebrities who wouldn't mind putting my stuff on their page and co-signing me as a business, as an entity. And because of that, yeah. I didn't want to oversexualize it. And that's why I do it the way I do. And I know some of these blogs that is kind of trying to link me into some of the dudes who over-sexualize it. But I know for the most part, people who actually look at my stuff know he's, he's not a one-trick pony. He has, like, tremendous skills, and he, that's not his, his MO. That's not what he's trying to do. You know? Right.
0: And that makes and that makes perfect sense from but for from not even but uh, for me as a as a woman who is a is a sex goddess and who sells sexuality, I also sell you know products focused around health and wellness and for women to stand in their truth regarding their sexuality, whether you you know what's considered over sexualized is is dependent on the person looking at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. even though in, in your mind you're not over sexualizing it. Some people are going to consider it over sexualized no matter what you do, and that yeah. has to not matter to you. Meaning, yeah, you know what you bring to the table. You, I just I look at yours, and I don't see it sexual, I don't see it as over sexualized at all. But then yeah. again, there's some people who are going to look at it and go, Oh, that's just that's just too much. Why is he using his wrist? <laughs> why is he not using his, you know, why is his elbow touching my lower back? Yeah. It's not. You don't have to even worry about those people because those people are not your clients. So you do you the best that you do and you never have to worry about anybody, the celebrities, the non-celebrities. Of course, of course. Because if the, if the massage is as good as it looks, who gives a shit if it looks over-sexualized? Rub me down, my I hurt.
1: <laughs> and you yeah, know, yeah, the thing about it is this. I, I do sensual massages and, and that's yeah. part of the reason why I connected with you. Like, that's one of the yeah. things I offer. But as far as what I'm putting out as my main thing, the main thing that I want mm-hmm. to be known for, that's not the main mm-hmm. thing I'm pushing. You get what I'm saying? And that's definitely, um, that's that's why, like I said, that's why I did connect with you, because I know there are people who, they want some stuff like that, but they also want it to be by somebody who's very skilled and professional. For so sure, yes. So I think yes. uh, your page and my page would make a perfect... Blend because same kind of you, you you have a product that is about sex, but you do it in a tasteful way and in a way that you wouldn't even have to worry about being deleted from Instagram. You know, like well, you know how you some know, people they're, really
0: threaten me, <laughs> me too.
1: but you know, but that's why, like, another thing I was trying to say is growing my own personal brand, I have my own website so kind of of bringing it back to everything this is is part of my story i didn't bring up but as you know how i mentioned that you know i'm the hardest working person in the industry like i started on youtube and i had Mm -hmm. well over 300 videos like probably 200 plus hours worth of content like people can see my journey from day one to the end i had over 17,000 subscribers they deleted my channel in march all right because they claimed it was sexual, mm. they gave me one little warning and just permanently deleted my stuff. And you know, I took a step back and was like, "Look, I need to be in control of my content. I can't have some yes. platform thinking that, that that I'm basically their employee, that they can tell me how I need to do this, why I need to do this, and I need to do it or else. You know, I need to think like a legit individual who is focused on having a brand. So if somebody has a legit brand." That brand is not predicated on TikTok or Instagram. They are who they are at all times. So mm-hmm. so I I'm prepared for when IG in six months deletes my page. They threatened me a couple times, they flagged a few things, they deleted a few videos. And you know, what I tell people is the solution is not saying, oh, that's not fair to do it because it is So that. That's that's beyond the point. It just reinforces the fact that I need to be in control of my content. So I have my website right Uh Uh and I'm starting to consistently start adding more stuff on other social media platforms besides IG even though IG is the most popular platform and I want to make it work for me I still need to basically be multifaceted I need to be on every platform and I have to keep growing my personal brand so that's why I'm doing things like this with you you know I want more people to know who I am what I'm about and I want them to connect with me you know
0: for sure. And and that's, you know, that's an interesting story because, you know, I we interviewed or I interviewed, um, I don't know if you know Claire Selmers. She's the uh, founder and uh, owner of Fashion Bond Daily. And if you go back, it was last year, I think we interviewed her. Fashion Bond Daily, I think, was they had like a million followers at the time or 700,000 mm-hmm. followers on IG. And IG, and they, they do fashion now, fashion. OK, nothing sexual, nothing sensual. Yeah. And IG deleted their account. Did they give and, a reason? Oh, yeah, yeah, they had been warned. But but the the reason was they were reposting other brands' stuff on their page, oh. right? Without meaning, like, which everybody does, right? Like, you might repost something from Bazaar. You might repost yeah. something from Beyonce's page. But that stuff is copyrighted, and they needed to give credit to the people who they were reposting. Right, we're and credit. they were kind of like, they were kind of like, but everybody's doing this. But the, everybody else's were not at a million followers. So, yeah, so Fashion Bomb Daily was, they had been warned, I guess, one or two or three times by, you know, so. ideas that they couldn't repost without, you know, giving the credit, and part of their thought process at the time was if I'm remembering the story correctly was that everybody else was reposting other people mm-hmm. so I couldn't they? but the challenge was yeah. Fashion Bomb Daily was so huge so
2: uh-huh.
0: they deleted their account and Claire was saying in the story that when my account got deleted you know that's where all of their money was coming from their advertising mm-hmm. she, well, what did you do so that's all the other fashion bomb sites they launched fashion they had fashion bomb daily deleted they launched fashion bomb children fashion bomb women fashion bomb events and she started going out and doing speaking events while they were fighting to get their IG back it took them i think she said seven months before mm-hmm. they got uh, we're rebuilding other things in the in the um in the meantime but your point going back to the point with the um owning your own owning your own content because Mm -hmm. a lot of us think that because we had that that we owned our ig page and our Mm -hmm. youtube channel for free we don't own that we don't own it once we put it on there so you got to put your stuff on your own page you have to constantly be looking to build your own email list by asking people hey join my newsletter because if they take your page at least you still have a way to contact those people. They're subscribers. Nope. Can use out to them still and say, hey, visit my site. So that's when Claire was saying, you know, we really started focusing on building our blog page and building our website and getting subscribers there because the powers that be could at any time say, nope, we're done with you, if it's a free platform. Yeah. So yeah. when you're paying your website, no, they're not going to take your website away. As long exactly. as you're paying the money.
1: Exactly exactly, and that's and that, you know that's how you should do it, you know, especially like I said, if that's your business because you got to understand IG is a business when when they when they're yeah. in their, when they're in their meetings they're not thinking, oh you know that one business owner in Atlanta with ten thousand followers, we got to make sure as much people see her as possible they can give two fucks they just want to make yeah. sure they have more people paying for sponsored ads they got more people logging in, and that's all they care about. So yeah,
0: you, just like sense. how
1: that's like how they make sure their business is growing. You got to do that for your own personal brand, and you got to have a website, you know. And you got to give people a reason to go to your website. So, like with me, like my point, my whole point of my website is subscriptions. So, people who want to connect with me on the ultimate level, which is learning mm-hmm. from me, you know. So mm-hmm. that's what's about. Well, that I think that is an,
0: an amazing. And, and wonderful journey that you are on. And uh, is there, I mean, I, I know where your focus is. Do mm-hmm. you, when you're teaching the classes for the couples, mm-hmm. mostly it's, it's the central massage, but also to help, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help so, the people? So, so for the,
1: for the most part, it's basically how you would give your significant other a massage. So, like, I'm a man, so I'm teaching it from a man's point of view. And business wise, mm-hmm. Like one of the reasons that I really thought this would work very well is because I have a lot of women who in the comments and stuff like that would say, "Oh, I want to, but my man won't let me." So whenever somebody says something like that, is I say, "Well, okay, sign him up. I could teach him how to give a massage to you like this on a weekly basis. Problem solved." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do, do you want you want a problem or you want to keep complaining about it? You know. So that's the solution. I
0: don't understand the man won't let me when I have money to get my own massage. What? what? He doesn't uh, the, <laughs> uh, this is my this is my bold ass talking right now. Like yeah. is it let that that's not even part of the fucking conversation. Me let or allow or prove. Like I'm gonna get a massage.
1: Well, yeah, you know what it is, Like, I, I guess <laughs> I guess I guess like I said, 'cause since some of my stuff could be seen as sensual, like you know, like I I understand. So like I I would even give like the analogy, like let's say a man going to a strip club who's in a monogamous relationship that would probably upset the woman you know what i'm saying
0: probably but I, I as a woman who wasn't married 25 years and the first 12 years of our freaking marriage was monogamous until we opened up the marriage i'm like uh-huh. you but you if you want to go to the strip club with the fellas uh have a good time you know you just just don't spend up all the fucking money
2: but yeah. you know,
1: <laughs> but, we, but, but you know and i know most women don't look at it like that
0: Oh, I know they don't, and it's just ridiculous. You, and I always tell women, you should go with him to the strip club. You can monitor how much money he spends. <laughs> Maybe learn yeah, a piece yeah. or two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? So so I'm like, look, at the end of the day, that's a demographic I can make some money off of, you know? And, and you know, I, I, I had a dude decided just the other day. He's like, yeah, you know, I want to surprise my girl, and, you know what I mean, I want to learn this and kind of really show her, you know, something different. So you know, like it's it's a couple. It's it's good for a, a few different types of people. The woman who wants to sign her man up, so he can actually yeah. do it, or the guy who just want to learn how to cater to his girl, you know, and give her a one massage.
0: And I think that that is amazing. Whether you're monogamous or ethically non-monogamous, it doesn't matter. Learning learning how to touch your partner, I think, is amazing, you know, and, and yeah. vice versa, because can you not teach the women how to massage their men the same way? Well,
1: the whole thing about me is like, you know, I give the sensual the massage to the women, and the credibility of me teaching a man how to give a massage like that is very high. You know, I, I'm, I'm big on credibility. You get what I'm saying? So, I know how to teach a man how to give a woman a central massage. I have, a, I have tons of evidence to prove that I'm elite at that and I'm worth investing if that's what you want to do. So that's what i that's what I built up and that will, that makes the most sense for me. Teaching men how to give it to women. Like my actual master class where I just teach the massage, that's for anybody who just wants to learn massage. But the sensual yeah. flow class, that's geared towards men who want to massage their lady.
0: I see. Okay. I see. I see. So you so you don't teach the women how to do their Men,
1: no, no, or, like, or, or I say not yet. <laughs> yeah. no, no, not no, 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 no. I don't, I don't teach women how to give a man a sensual massage. I teach men how to give women a sensual massage. My other class is my master class, where I just teach the actual art form of massage. That's for men or women That's who okay. want to learn how to give.
0: So men or women can take that one, okay? That, yeah, yeah. Hurt. As long as long as it. You know, even though you know, I know how to give a massage, but you know, using your technique, I would love to be able to learn how to do that technique that you do on my man.
1: So yeah, we're, man. We're, we're, you
0: this know, is what,
1: this is what I would say. I would say sign up to my master class because sure. the whole thing is this, right? And, and and this is this is what I tell anybody who's signed up for the my sensual flow class, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anybody knows if you got a girl, if you want to arouse her, we all know the areas you got to rub. It's, it's not rocket science. But in order to massage like me, that takes time, that takes practice, that takes skill. All right. So what I'm telling people is, I'm going to teach you how to do a legit, skilled massage that takes time to learn. But I'm also going to sprinkle in some sensual stuff. You know. So it's you know, so it's more than just. Central for the sake of being central. It's central, sure. but you're gonna learn mechanics and everything like that. You know,
0: for sure. on the for, and so for the how often are the master classes and how many classes is it something I can learn in one class or should I take three well, you know, well, no, I mean, or six? Well,
1: well, well this is, I, I, I I love giving analogies. Like, if you want to be a great piano player, is that something you can learn in one class?
0: For sure. For
1: sure. Right? So, right?
0: so I'm asking how you have yours set up. You, do people
1: sign so yeah. up like a series? Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's a monthly subscription. And the master class is on the first and the third Sunday at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Central Time. Mm-hmm. 8 p.m. Central Time. All right? So the first okay. and third Sunday, I'll check in. I'll, I'll be demonstrating on a body. And everyone who's mm-hmm. locked in will be demonstrating on a body. I'll be able to see them. I'll be able to give my feedback. And a lot of times wow. how it works, when I'm doing the class, I'll, I'll focus on a couple areas or a couple things that I, I really want to hit home. And I do that a few times because when someone's learning something new, the last thing you want to do is just bounce around from thing to thing because exactly. it's kind of productive, right? So that's how the classes work. And what I, what I do is I give the people basically homework or tasks to do throughout the week. So they'll do a massage where they record themselves doing the massage. They send that to me via Dropbox link, and I'll give my critiques. because
0: That's nice. That's cause really
1: this good. Because what I explain to people is when you're learning something new, you don't actually learn it in, in the classroom during that session where the instructors teach you. You learn it when you mm-hmm. practice, right? Yeah. So when I see how you're practicing – then I could give my feedback, and that's that's when you get the most out of it. Let's say, for instance, you thought you were doing it right, but when I look at it, the way you were bending over and hunching your back or the way you were using mm-hmm. your wrist or a few different things just weren't right, and if you keep doing it like that, you're going to have back issues or wrist issues, I'll be able to tell you that initially so you don't build that bad habit. So mm-hmm. that's why I like doing it like this. It's biweekly, meaning it's twice a month. So you don't have long breaks in between the classes. And also, mm-hmm. during the week that you're not with me, I'm going to give you something to do, and I'll be able to critique that. So basically, on a mm-hmm. weekly basis, you're getting that hands-on practice. And that's how you get better at a hands-on skill. You can watch videos so you blew blue in the face. If you want to become a better massage therapist, you have to be giving massages.
0: You have to be giving massages, for sure, for sure. So tell me about, I know you launched the Massage Party Company. That you're going to be working, and that's going to be some of the what you said, the fun celebratory events for so when women yeah, yeah graduation yeah. or bachelorette parties. What yeah. happens during the massage party?
1: So yeah, so basically there'll be different themes, stuff like that. Let's say, for instance, you know, uh, they want a sexy vibe, they want a party vibe, whatever. So based on how many women are there, mm-hmm. there'll be a certain amount of therapists. So, like for the most part, it's going to be a minimum of six paid hours. Right. Okay. So in order to book an event, the eight hours, that's going to be two therapists at that event. So they can, it can be nine, it can be 12 hours, but each therapist is going to have three clients. So let's say, for instance, an event is booked. There's six women. There's six paid hours. Two therapists will show up. Mm-hmm. There'll be different things for people to do while they're waiting to the turn. There'll be massage beds, foot spa treatments, hand treatments, like different things to do. So the clients who aren't getting the massage at the very moment will feel like they're getting spa treatments the entire time, right? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then after that, that therapist will take turns with their three people. When the six hours is up, as far as the six hours of massage time, they'll break down, take everything. and And mm-hmm. that's how the event works, right? So...
0: That sounds like a, such a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> need to have a reason to have a massage party. And uh, is wait, is there wine? Is there tequila? <laughs> well, I mean, look, you know, all
1: that type of stuff. You already know how business and, and and stuff works. Like, in order to have that as part of your business, that you got to have like licenses and stuff like that for alcohol. But if we're, we're showing up to the client's place, so the client can have whatever they want at their right. place. Exactly. Right. So yeah. So. Um, we'll be doing it at their place and also certain locations will be rented out in advance. Obviously, when things open up a little bit more and everything like that. So in regards to the massage party, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I had a few setbacks with my business name. All right. On my Instagram, it's still called Euphoria Party Experience. That was my own name. That name got denied. And my newest name that I put in to get trademarked, it's pre- it'll be completed within the next couple weeks. So I spoke with the lawyer, they went over the results as far as like how likely this name is to go through. I got the thumbs up by Trademark Lawyers, so I feel very confident that this name will go through. And the official business will be launched within the next few weeks. And as you know, I'm I'm big on content. So I'm just going to be flooding the internet with quality stuff and in major cities throughout the country. So I had a lot of people asking me like, when I'm coming to Alabama, or like kind of, States that I wouldn't necessarily go to, and I'm letting them know. Like this, this company is nationwide. You book an event, we'll be there. You know, so
0: nice. So that's going to be I'm up and excited up. Excited for you, and yeah. I'm excited for you. And I mean, has there been a little bit of a slowdown because of COVID? I know for my own events, there has been, but I know you're on tour now.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I'm always on tour, so it's crazy. I told people I had the best year in my career this year. <laughs> And, Mm -hmm. you know, even with the setbacks of my channel being deleted and COVID being COVID, you know, I like what I told people like initially is I had to do three times the videos to get the same amount of people. And then this is going back. This is going back to, you know, like I said, the successful business owners that I look up to and I watch. If you're elite in your industry, situations like COVID don't really affect you. It just affects the Mm -hmm. average person who just... Blends in with the like if I was a mediocre therapist, COVID would have kicked my ass. But because yeah, um,
0: it, it it does depend on the it did depend on the industry that you were in because service industries are different than you know product industries yeah, and yeah. some even some of the elite based on their industry you know COVID did take a take a big effect but yeah so, yeah some people I know they did well yeah so like, even my
1: industry like my industry you're as close as you can get. And you're hands on. So the right. so like the people who are scared of COVID and who got who's CNN gotta believe in the world's gonna blow up and everything like that, and they're terrified to walk next to people, obviously they wouldn't be getting massages. But the individual who's who's like, Man, I really like massages, I'm not scared of COVID. I'm gonna get the best massage I can get. I'm gonna go with him. You get what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. so that's the whole thing. Right? Okay. For the person who really values massage and they want to massage during the pandemic, they're not going to go with a media mm-hmm. That's all I was saying. So like, that's, I, I, yeah. I knew that I needed to still work hard. I needed to put out more videos. I needed to think outside the box as far as marketing. And I knew like, if somebody is scared of COVID, then they shouldn't book me. If they don't mind and they want a massage, then they bug me. Like I, I kept it simple, you know. And I weathered the storm. I mean, it was, it's still going on, but for the most part, people are kind of back to living their life. And they're like, you know what? I can't stay in the house for the rest of my life washing my hands. I got, exactly. I I, I, got, I got to live life. I got to make money, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know, speaking of that, let, let's. I'm gonna tell some. Uh, I have your current schedule here. Mm-hmm. and and I know people can also find it online but um, you're in New Orleans now? You know what's
1: crazy? Uh, another perfect, what? perfect example of how you got to do what's best for your business I'm in LA right now because if you look at my last video I connected with the singer and on, on a daily basis I reach out to people who can help grow my brand. I reached out to her a few weeks back and then she responded a few days ago She's she was like hey I, I'd love to do this da, da, da. and this is when I was in Dallas and I was like you know what and she was like I could introduce you to other um, famous people too and everything like that I was like let's make it Okay. I called a couple of clients I had already it. scheduled for New Orleans for this week I pushed them back and I gave them some extra time because of the last minute change and mm-hmm. I came to LA I did the video a couple of days ago she reposted she was supposed to introduce me to Issa Rae and everything like that that didn't end up happening But the point of the matter is when you're serious about your business and your brand and you get the opportunity to connect with somebody, you make it happen. You hop on a flight, you shoot a video, and you see how far you can take your brand. So I'm in L.A. right now. I leave tomorrow, and I'm back in New Orleans. So
0: You'll be in New Orleans until the 15th? And then you're here. I'm in Miami area. So you're in Miami November 17th to the 29th. Atlanta December 1st to December 13th. Uh Charlotte, North Carolina, from December 15th to December 27th, and NYC, December 29th to January 17th. So, ladies, if you are in those cities, I'm gonna tell you how to stay up to date with Andell. And Andell, I, I just wanna thank you so much for being on the show. You have been wonderful and I love what you are doing. And I personally cannot wait to go live with you when you get here and I can't wait for you to put your hands on yeah, me yeah. and all my men, all my men, because I have more than one, know that you will be touching me and know I didn't get no one's fucking permission because my body's alive. <laughs> so that's
2: just me. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but listen, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. So if you guys want to stay up to date with Andale, you can check him out on his website at andaleflow.online.com. On Instagram at AJ Noray. it's A underscore J underscore, underscore Noray. And also on Twitter at Angel Noray. And also, if you want to stay up to date with us at Sisters of Sexuality, you can find us on our website at sisters of sexuality.com. If you have questions for me or any of my guests, please email me at sisters of sexuality at gmail.com. And we're at the same on Instagram. Facebook is Sexy SOS tour, and always you can find me Taylor Sparks on all social media and my website. Website, excuse me, Organic That's L O V E N dot com. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, and support. Thank you. Have a great day. See you again soon. Bye bye.
2: Organic lovin for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious? Playful, maybe sensual, adventurous. How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, organic lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, Including erotic seminars and exotic adult only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit organiclovin'.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L O V E N.com.